Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, we are going to be previewing Training Camp 2022. Football season. It's here. We're a week. We're less than a week away. Well, I we're, feel like. Yeah, we're exactly a week away from the first uh, training camp practice. Yeah, it, it, we're here. We made it. I mean, we survived we the yeah. long off season. <clears throat> I don't think we put out some random show. I mean, well, we say we survived, did. but Jerry, you and I are—you know—we we don't know. If you guys yeah. don't hear from us next week, Jerry and I, Jerry and I both have COVID. Yeah. Right now, so uh, we probably got it at the same function. Um, yeah. You know, we're not throwing blame around, but somebody gave somebody something, and now we've all got it. So. Uh, that sucks, but uh, we're we're feeling o- okay today. Eighty uh, percent of the, the people that were there got it. So so everybody <laughs> yeah. out there, please be warning. Yeah. It is out there. Please be safe. <laughs> yeah. Wear a mask. Don't be an yep. idiot like we were. We were. Uh, well, you know, we got. It's easy to get a little complacent, especially mm-hmm. if you haven't had it. Like I haven't had COVID until now. This is the first time. Me I've too. Had it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of feeling like. I just wasn't gonna get it, and uh, it's kicked my butt this week. And I and I have the you know the mild version. This yeah, Omicron same. is the mild version. I can't imagine getting it a couple of years ago. But... I mean, you didn't even get to talk about the new flashy black helmet because I know you yeah, tested I was... and I, I was I was still feeling okay at that point. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, very excited about the helmet. By the way, I know Jerry did a good job uh, uh, breaking that down. A nice video earlier this week, but uh, yeah, the black helmet, super nice. I wish it was going to be for more than one game, uh, and maybe it will be. Maybe they'll they'll find another way to, to shoehorn it in there. But I hope, you know, moving forward, that we get to see that black helmet a lot more. I maybe do, it's like I, a special helmet for primetime games. That'd be pretty cool, you know? Yeah, I, I think it will be. I think that's exactly yeah. what they're going to do with it. We need more primetime games, then. Yeah. I want to see that helmet. <laughs> Our yeah. one Thursday like charity <clears throat> giveaway of a game every right. year, right now. The one game that we have to have. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna talk about training camp today. We're gonna talk about all the position battles and surprises and uh, things we're looking forward to. Um, and some of these guys are gonna help lead the Panthers to a twelve win season, and we're gonna have more primetime games next year. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> All right, let's get it started, Jerry. Well, before we actually have a sponsor, nope. uh, cbdx.com. Use code word meow. Get 20% off friends. your ode. Uh, honestly, try the Delta 8 gummies. Don't drive with them. Very good. Helps you mm-hmm. sleep. I personally don't take a full one. I have to take a half one. Otherwise, yeah, I'm completely done. But <laughs> I take a full one. Them. <laughs> I, I take a full one, um, mainly because I wasn't educated enough when I first started taking them to know not to take a full <laughs> one the first time. Um, but I've acclimated. I tried two one time, and that I will never do that again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, no, they're really good. Uh, you know, like Jerry said, it'll help you sleep, um, gives you a nice little feeling, and yeah, they're great. Check them yeah. out. CBDX.com. <laughs> yep. Promo code meow. Uh, what is it? Twenty five percent. Uh, twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. Yeah, and they usually send you like a little free gift as well. So yeah, pretty cool. Um, all right, so we're gonna start talking about some of the position battles. So uh, 
I mean, Jerry, obviously, the the battle that everyone's going to be looking at, and I say battle because I don't think it's actually a battle, but I don't it's either. The one that that everyone's talking about it. You know, all the the talk shows are are discussing it. It is the quarterbacks. Yeah. And I personally think that this is, I think you and I are on the same side. This is Baker Mayfield's to lose. He's, you know, not the incumbent starter, but he's also not the starter who looked like a garbage can out there. So I think that they're going to bring Baker in to win that job. The only way I see Sam Darnold or Matt Corral really having a chance is if either one of them just looks absolutely great throughout the season or throughout the preseason. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I think the only way Baker doesn't get it is if he gets hurt. Like, I think, because he, he's just so much more talented, I think, than Darnold. And Corral is just very young. I don't See, think Corral I is going to be given a, an opportunity. I think Darnold has, is ta- more talented than Baker. He just doesn't have the oh, oh, I, talent I here. No, 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 I disagree. I think Baker's got a better arm, a more accurate arm. Uh, better footwork. I think Baker is just a it's just a better quarterback. I mean, I don't even think that's that's not even a hot take. Like, he's I, a I think it, I th- he's a better quarterback. I yeah. I agree. I think he, I think Sam Darnold has a more physical attribute of a premier passer, but I agree. Baker Mayfield just overall is a better quarterback. He yeah. he has a <clears throat> higher deep pass percentage than Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold was ranked like thirty two or thirty one, and Baker was actually ranked two. <clears throat> I think it was. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's Baker's all the way. Not even really much of a question. And I think Matt Corral is going to be holding the clipboard this year, learning under Baker, and hopefully, you know, yeah. unseat Sam Darnold in that backup job. Yeah, barring an injury, I, I see Matt Corral being probably inactive most weeks, you know, like that third quarterback usually is. Um, you know, there will be an injury at some point to to one of these guys that, We'll let Matt Corral be active and potentially even see some playing time this season. But I would not expect him to be a factor uh, in the training camp battle. But I am very excited to see him out there uh, and see yeah. him, you know, slinging it around and, and seeing what he needs to work on and just seeing how, you know, pro ready he is. Uh, and that's that's really like when, when we get in in a couple of weeks talking about, you know, the preview of the first preseason game, that's where we're going to see you know, Matt Corral, the Matt Corral show is going to be a lot of fun in preseason. That, yeah, I am very excited. That is one person I am very excited to see in the preseason. Yeah. Hopefully he could, I know he's not going to see second team reps probably unless there is an injury, but I would like to see him go up against some better competition than the third and fourth strip. Agreed. But, you know, get some confidence, you know, because he's, he's better than a third and fourth string guy. I mean, I think, He's got that talent. You know, a lot of people thought he was a late first, early second round talent. So uh, it'll be uh, fun to watch him. Um, Real quick, I was doing a little bit of research today. And and I don't know what brought it up, but I was looking at Baker's uh, pro football reference page. And I was looking at his 2020 season. Uh, Oh, I was looking for Rashad Higgins stuff. Um We'll talk about the the wide receiver three battle here shortly. But I was looking at Rashad Higgins' stats, and and I went down a rabbit hole. So Baker's best season, 2020, right? He had, what, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 3,500 yards, uh, and they went to the playoffs. 
Did you know that Beckham only played seven games that season? That Rashard Higgins was the number two receiver on that team? I did not realize that. I really tried not to pay attention to the Browns as a general (laughs) thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously (laughs) you probably did not realize that, but, um, and I didn't realize it either until I looked at it, but yeah, Jarvis Landry led the team in receiving, uh, had 840 yards. Rashard Higgins, 37 receptions, 599 yards, had a 71% catch rate, um, percentage, uh, four touchdowns, which actually led all wide receivers in touchdowns. You know, We'll get there in a minute, but Richard Higgins uh, is going to be interesting to talk about. But Baker, I mean, he had his best season with Jarvis Landry as his number one receiver. And Jarvis Landry is a fine wide receiver, not somebody that I think anyone wants as their ex, you know, number one receiver at Jarvis all. Jarvis Landry is a very good, like, almost slot type of guy. That, that's yeah. what I want to call I yeah. don't want to call He's him. He's a great a slot, slot receiver. Like he he's that guy that can get you 80, 80 catches, you know, hundred catches, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, twelve to fifteen hundred yards, which sounds great and everything, but he's not that deep threat. He's not that. Yeah. He had three touchdowns in that that season. Exactly. He's I th- yeah. I, I hate saying it. I don't think he's that dynamic, dynamic type of player, but he's still very impressive and very good. No, I don't want Jarvis Landry fans yeah. to knock me. <laughs> no, but I mean, it just, it, it sort of gave me even more confidence about Baker. Um, just kind of looking at that and seeing what he did with, with that supporting staff where, you know, Higgins is his number two receiver. Austin Hooper is his number three receiver. Like these are good players, but the Panthers have better talent than, than that team had. In yeah, but they had season. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt running that ball. And that, that's what they really played off that play to action. And that's what yeah. I'm hoping that McAdoo really kind of focuses in on. And that's what he's done in the past is play action and just throwing, not necessarily going to the wide receivers as much as tight ends and everybody else. And that is actually our next position battle, tight end, Ian Thomas and Tommy Trimble. Yeah, I mean, do you expect this to be a battle really? Because they gave... Ian Thomas, that money. I mean, I know we all hope that Trimble turns into a George Kittle type. That was what we were told when they drafted him. But I fully expect Thomas to at least come in as the starter. I think he and, has and the Trimble foot would have to be really good. I think he has a foot in the door. And the thing about Ben McAdoo is he's played a lot of two tight end sets a lot, too. Mm-hmm. But I do think there is a competition that I think that Tommy Trimble could. I don't, if I remember, I don't have his contract up, but I felt like Ian Thomas, they could get out of that contract after a year or two without much issue. So, uh, yeah, I think, what is that, three-year deal? I thought maybe they could get out of it after the second year. Let me look. I'm looking it up on SpotRack. Yeah, so they can get out of it after year two with only like $1.6 million dead cap. Um, but he's, he's pretty much here for the next two years. I mean, they... They could cut him next year. It'd be a $5.2 million dead cap, but, you know, he's only his, his cap hits only $6 million next year anyway, so. Yeah, you're, you're really keeping him anything. next year. Yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's the guy. That, that's why I figure that they're going to give him every opportunity to show that he is worth that contract and worth keeping around and maybe extending if 
you know, he plays well this year. I hope so. He's had some, he has a physical talent. He hasn't had the coaching to really put it together around him. His best year was the rookie under playing Ron Rivera and when Greg Olson got hurt. He showed glimpses. But since then, since Joe Brady was here, absolutely nothing. Yeah, and, you know, long-time listeners of this podcast will know my feelings on Ian Thomas. I do not like him. I do not think he is a good player. Uh, I am not excited to watch him for another year. But he's here, so I'm going to root for him and hope that he uh, that he plays well and earns that starting job and makes that contract look cheap. Yeah. I, we'll see. I just hope one <laughs> shows up and puts together a good – Good tape where we feel better about this tight end position than we have. Yeah, I've always I've been harping that I think it was the old system that just didn't, you know, use the tight end in receiving. And now I'm going to see it because Ben McAdoo tends to like it to use the tight end. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to see which one of these guys kind of shows out, both of them or none of them. And then, you know, I have to apologize to you and say you were right that they sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we'll see. I'm not stepping out on a huge limb here saying that Ian Thomas is not good. He's, he is not shown to be very good. Now, I know he's a good blocking tight end. He, had, he stepped up really nicely last year and uh, improved on that front quite a bit. But we drafted Trump, Tommy Trimble as the premier blocking tight end in college. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, with the improvement in our offensive line, don't know that you need two starting Highly qualified blocking tight ends. But um, speaking of the offensive line, Jerry, there is another camp battle that uh, is going to be really interesting to watch, and that's the starting left guard battle. That's uh, Brady Christensen right now penciled in as the starter, and I I would say penciled in very lightly. Uh, He's going to be taking on newly newly drafted Cade Mays, our sixth-round pick, and then Pat Elfline and... You know, who knows who else enters that battle. Maybe Deontay like, Brown will yeah, maybe show Deontay up Brown. at right guard and they move Corbett, yeah. which I think would be dumb, but you never know yeah, how Den- they're going to do Dennis that. Dennis Daly's in there. I mean, you've got there, – there's guys that, that have played and can play that position. Um, I hope that Dennis Daly is not the guy because we've seen him for years and years and, and, and nothing's ever really popped with him, but um, – you know, Brady Christensen in year two, left guard, was not a spot that oh. he was very good in last year. Uh, in fact, left tackle was where he really Excelled. shined. Yeah. Hey, so it'll be interesting to watch. Matt Rule said that he was one of the best players on the team. In the Why didn't he season. play him? Oh, in the offseason. Okay. No, this offseason, he said that yeah, he yeah. was one of the best players on the team. And I was like, okay, well... Why did you not start him later, like, more? That was just... <sighs> well, we've got a lot of problems with Matt Rule. <laughs> but that was definitely one of them. That was something you and I were screaming about last year. Like, play yeah. Brady Christensen. Let's play see what we have so we, yeah. so we know what we have, and then we yeah. can move on from there. And uh, I'm glad we got Icky on the left side. We're happy. Yes. Uh, he's yes. going to be a stud. But, yeah. We're assuming that he's the starter at left tackle. Now, There, you know, Matt Rule has said all offseason pretty much that it'll be a competition between him and Brady uh, and potentially Cam Irving and, and whoever else. But um, and that's what I, I think feel... we, I'd be surprised if Icky wasn't the day one. If starter. you're going to play Brady Christensen at left guard or left tackle, pick a position and let him yeah. work on it. He's still young. Like, like if you want him to be that stud 
left guard over <laughs> a long period for this team since you just draft Icky. Don't have him compete at left tackle. I hate saying it like that, but stick him at left guard. Let him get his feet supplanted in there. It yeah. just makes no sense. Agreed. Um, I am excited to watch Cade Mays. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of things about him, you know, since we drafted him. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that has made me kind of excited that we got him so late in the draft. Um People think that he's going to have a really long career in the NFL. So I'm, I'm excited to see him. Maybe he kind of steps in and really excels at that position. And we've got just a high-end left tackle backup in Brady Christensen. Yeah. I mean, I, I want someone to step up, so put their flag in that left guard position because I yeah. feel like the other <clears throat> spots now on the O-line are pretty solid. Like, even backup-wise, I feel... Yeah. I'm fine with Cam Irving coming in as a backup and if needed. I hope not, but you know. Spot duty. Spot duty. Spot we duty. don't want him starting any games, but Exactly. Spot duty, yeah. yeah. You know, no, I, needs I, a I, I agree. I mean, it, it would be really nice if someone like a Cade Mays or Deontay Brown kind of come out of the background to either be a you know, a starter at that position or, you know, a, just a uh rotation Solid guy. Yeah, just so because, I mean, that really turns our, what last year was, you know, probably the biggest weakness on the team into potentially the strength of the team. You know, yeah. they've really done a good job in transforming this offensive line on the offseason. I'm, I'm really excited to see where we can go with that. Yeah, I am too. But that'll be something I'll be kind of watching, more or less reading about because it's so hard to watch during preseason. And True, you know. true. Yeah. All right. Um Next one's going to be an interesting battle. Uh, Mm -hmm. Edge rusher opposite of Brian Burns, because let's be honest, it's Brian Burns and a slew of other guys, like Etor Grosmontos, Marquise Haynes, Mm -hmm. Frankie Louvu. Just overall, I mean, some of those guys have flashed, but that's it. Just flashed. Now they're going to be asked to do a lot more. Yeah, and, you know, to be fair, like, Grosmontos has never you know, really gotten a long-term shot. No. Um, Marquise Haynes has been hurt. You know, he's never really gotten a long-term shot. Um, so they're going to have their opportunity. Um, I think if I had to guess, I would say it's, it's Etor's job to lose right now just because he's been here with the team and well, he's a second-round pick. So they're going to want him to work out, <laughs> obviously. Um but yeah, that, that's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, and I'm just kind of looking at the depth chart here. There's really not... I mean, you know, we drafted Amari Barno, but is he really going to be ready? <laughs> he's so raw. Like, yeah, he's just is fast. He, is he going to be ready? Um, and there's really not anybody else. Like, that's a really shallow it, position. It, it, it is odd them. Again, they've talked to Carlos Dunlap. We've, we've talked mm-hmm. about other guys that they could possibly yeah. bring in. Now, I think Etor does have a leg up at least getting more playing time, and I wouldn't be shocked if all these guys were on the field at the same time anyways because Etor's sure. better at run defense, and Luvu's technically a linebacker. But And we're going to need Luvu at linebacker, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you look at, look at that depth chart as well, I mean, that that's a pretty shallow position as well. Yeah. I, I, I just don't understand <clears throat> Phil Snow's scheme. I guess I, I, I seen it. It's just, 
it just is something that I don't fully comprehend. Are you questioning the number two defense in the league last year, Jerry? I, I just I don't understand by how certain they... metrics. <laughs> <laughs> like it is, it's different. It's yeah. very different. It is, yeah. Um, which is fine. You know, I mean, I'm not a coach. I don't know. Yeah. What works, you know, I mean, I play Madden. That's that's as much defensive <laughs> scheme knowledge as I really have. Um, but I'm excited to see Yitor. I hope that, that maybe he he jumps this year. Um, he's this Like we said, this is his opportunity. If he doesn't do it this year, is he on the team next year? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, Yitor really just hasn't really jumped out since then or since he's been here. Yeah, I mean, he's under contract for next year, um, still on his rookie deal, obviously, but they could cut him and, and they would save, you know, a million dollars. His cap yeah. hits not much, so I, I could see him being traded or, or let go if he doesn't do anything this year with this opportunity, but, um, you know, he's got some tools. He's He was pretty highly regarded coming out of the draft. I mean, he, was Again, a- he just hasn't really had the opportunity. Yeah, he was a first-round prospect. A lot of people had him as a late first-round guy that you needed to work on. Yep. He's worked yep. on it. Now let's see it. Yeah, uh, you know, I want to see if he – because, you know, these guys that come in, they have all the tools, like they have the pedigree, they have the college, you know, uh, tape, They and then they just don't work out in the NFL. You wonder, is it they didn't try? They got their money and that, and they're good, you know. So I hope that he's one of these guys that really wants to work for it and prove that he belongs. Um, yeah. Nobody's a, a bigger proponent of Yitor than me. I really am excited for him. I, I think he's going to work out really well. So uh, go Yitor. Um, next camp battle, Jerry, is one I think that you and I we've sort of talked about a little bit. Um, wide receiver three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is assuming that Robbie Anderson is the WR two, which, given the amount of money he's making and the fact that he's got a thousand yard season under his belt, we're going to assume that that's the case at least and, entering the season. And Mount Rule loves to whisper in his sweet little nothing ear mm-hmm. on phone yeah. calls at night on his pillow. You know that. Mm-hmm. That oh, he's that. a Temple guy. He's a Temple guy. <laughs> um, but the wide receiver three battle is going to be between uh, Marshall and Higgins. Newly yeah. acquired Richard Higgins. Um, Higgins, who has a nice uh, history with Baker Mayfield. Uh, Marshall, who was our number two pick, la- or second round pick uh, last year, and did not do anything last season. He lit it up in the was, pre- preseason, yeah, but that was it. He did. I mean, people were saying, wow, he was pro- he's good. In the preseason, mm-hmm. they thought he was going to be the best receiver in the draft. Yeah. They and thought then, there were... Talking about, you know, maybe this is the best. It was LSU, right? That's yeah. where he came from. Maybe this was the best LSU receiver in the draft. Uh, did not no, Jamar Chase is the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I do think that I'm hoping, again, new change in system, new scheme. Mm-hmm. I hope they get him the ball. Because that was one thing is I didn't see him play hardly at all during the season. Yeah, reading between the lines, it seemed like there was some sort of behavioral thing with him um, last year. They never came out and said anything, but I think he was like inactive for several games where he wasn't hurt. There really didn't seem to be any reason why he should be 
inactive. So maybe not behavioral, but maybe like work ethic, you know, yeah. type deal. Not 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 doing what he needed to do in practices. Um, again, I don't know that for sure, but it seemed like that was the case. Um, so hopefully, you know, a full off season and maybe spending some time with with DJ and some of these guys that you know have made it um, uh, would be good for him. Uh, obviously, we want Terrace Marshall to be amazing. Uh, I'd love for him to take over the number two wide receiver spot. I think that it, would be awesome. He he actually played every single game. He actually had four hundred snaps. Terrace Marshall. Yeah. Two hundred forty-four with, with the Panthers. This is according no. to PFS last year. He had he lined up two hundred forty-four in the slot, one hundred seventy-four in as the wideout. So you're telling me that he lined up ten times a game as a wideout? That yeah. uh, that's impossible. No, P- I don't know. I, I'm just telling you what I I'm reading. Either way, I didn't seem to see him on the field that often. No, uh, you know he had 17 catches for 138 yards last year, no touchdowns. Um, that surprises me. I, but that he to had be that fair, much, that he was out there that much. But to be fair, how many times did we actually throw the ball <laughs> on some of those games? Because we had Sam Trash Darnold out back there, who True. would just lob it out anyways, and or we had you know PJ Walker running for his life, Cam Newton, who's could throw a short pass, but that was about it. I mean, that honestly makes me feel even worse about Terrace Marshall. The fact that he was out yeah. there that much and, and literally did nothing. Um, Higgins, on the other hand, as we kind of talked about in the early part of this podcast, um, you know, he's had a couple of 500-yard seasons. He, uh, you know, has a history with Baker Mayfield. Um, he's only, what was he, 20? He's only 27. He's been in the league six years. Yeah, so he'll he be... came in came to the league very young, but he uh, he's played at least ten games every season. He doesn't really get hurt that much. Uh, he's only started sixteen games for his career, so he is used to being you know that number three, number four guy. Um, but you know he, he's got a pretty he's got good hands. Um, I I think he's the perfect number three receiver. Honestly, I think he he'll be really good on this team. I, I hope he doesn't get it, but at the same time, at least he's a nice insurance policy. I see as Rashard Higgins is an NFL player, but I see him as a journeyman, even though he's only played for he's the He's only Browns. been with one team. <laughs> I see him as a journeyman style type of player, though. No one who's going to really light it up. I see him being able to get a few, few, few grabs each year and stuff. And he has had some 500-yard seasons, which is very impressive and good for a third wide receiver. But I'm also thinking future-wise, Robbie Anderson, I don't want here as number two. I'm hoping Terrace Marshall steps up and looks the part. Well, Terrace Marshall could still end up being the number two receiver here and, and Richard Higgins still be the number three guy this year. Like, yeah. that's, you know, that's not crazy. No. But Robbie Anderson's, again, Temple, and he's got that big contract. He's not going anywhere unless they True. trade him. True. True. 
Um, I'm trying to find Richard Higginson's career high uh, receiving yards in a game, but I'll have to find that later. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I think he's a he's just one of those guys that comes out there and does what he's supposed to do as a, a, a WR three. So I think that Richard Higgins will be the WR three for the Panthers this season. I think he will have more receptions, more yards, more touchdowns than Terrace Marshall. Um, don't know what that says about Terrace Marshall. Don't know if that would put everyone off on Terrace Marshall or uh, if, you know, we give him another year. I don't know. But I think Higgins, just based on his familiar, familiarity with Baker, his proven track record, uh, and the fact that he's just a pretty good football player, I, th- I think he wins that battle. I'm going to go with Terrace Marshall. I think they're going to give him every opportunity. <laughs> and I, I think Higgins is a good fourth type of third you know, receiver. I don't think he's better, but I think Terrace Marshall has the size, the speed, the strength, and I'm hoping he puts it all together for this team. I hope you're right. I don't think I, I I guess I saw so much in preseason last year that I have high hopes. Yeah. You, you, well, you know, you've always been one to fall in love with a wide receiver. I am like for years. It was Demir Bird. You know, it was, uh, you know, and and Demir Bird was a lot of fun to watch whenever he actually got an opportunity. Demir Bird's still in the league, by the way. <laughs> he is, so, yeah. So he's a he's a WR four on some team. Yeah. Uh, good job, Demir Bird. <laughs> I'll always remember the butt catch. Yeah, me too. I'll always remember that. But butt uh, drag swag, yeah. as Cam <clears throat> yeah. said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope that Marshall does come out and and plays as well as he did in preseason last year during the regular season this year, because that would be a huge addition to the water. Absolutely. If he could do that, it'd be great. Um, Last camp battle, at least the last one that we're going to talk about here that we're excited to watch uh, is a pretty important one. Honestly, it's that, that third corner position, assuming that horn is back and healthy and and fully ready to go. And then Dante is the other starting CB Uh, CJ Henderson, Keith Taylor, Rashawn Melvin. Um, I guess you could throw in the rookie, uh, Kalen Barnes, maybe in there as no. well. No, um, Kalen Barnes <clears throat> is just a fast, speedy project. Uh, well, once that was said about Deshaun Jackson. He was a... Dante, no. Dante Jackson. Sorry, Dante, Dante Jackson, Jackson was a second-round <laughs> pick. Kalen Barnes was... Uh, what, sorry, who am I... All right, I'm thinking about somebody else. But, yeah. Well, you know... Dante Jackson had some issues his first year. He was very fast, but didn't have much else. So we're hoping that Kalen Barnes comes around eventually. But yeah, you're probably right. He's not in this battle, really. But uh, again, this is one where it feels like C.J. Henderson should be the guy. You know, he's a number one pick just a couple of years ago. Or a first round pick a couple of years ago. Um, traded but for. he has not. Yeah, they traded a third and a fifth for him. And a, you know, a tight end who would have been our best tight end last year. Um but Keith Taylor played really well last year when he yeah. was out there. Uh, Rashawn Melvin has always been pretty consistent. Consistent, yeah. and he's a, he's a favorite of the coaching staff. That's because they keep bringing him mm-hmm. back. They keep talking him yeah. up. I, I'm fine with Rashawn Melvin <clears throat> being in this mix. That's that's a ca- good guy to have in that locker room anyways. But, well, Miles Hartsfield also, yeah. you know, potential out there. Um, 
But, you know, again, this is one where we hope that C.J. Henderson earns the job because of, number one, the capital that we have in him and just the promise of a number nine overall pick that we got for a third round pick, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it... He has everything. He has all the tools. He has the physicality. He has the speed. He has, you know, yeah. Just he needs to put it together. I mean, last year didn't really matter. Like he was with the Urban Meyer. I get it. And that's after hearing everything, you kind of understand why he didn't get along with Urban Meyer. But hopefully, hopefully he puts it together this off season. He gets, he lo- shows out, mm-hmm. and then you know we have a three-headed monster at corner for the foreseeable future because that would be really good <clears throat> that would be amazing i mean honestly if cj henderson works out and you've got you know two first round picks and then dante jackson who you know is arguably one of the better like second corners in the yeah. league like you would say he's one of the top second corners in the league um and he'd probably be in the middle pack of first corners so i like dante jackson you know i know a lot of people don't but i think he's really good um, but yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be incredible. And it really would kind of transform our secondary and it would make our front seven look even more impressive because yeah. they'd have more time to get to the quarterback. <laughs> so that'd be really good. But, um, any other camp battles that we don't have written down here that, you know, have popped into your head while we've been talking? The only thing I could think of <clears> is <throat> linebacker besides Shaq Thompson's Shaq Thompson. And again, the way this the system rolls, it's more like a two linebacker system. Mm-hmm. It, so you're gonna have Shaq, you're gonna have, you know, Frankie Louvu there sometimes. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're gonna have Corey Littleton, which I like mm-hmm. that signing. Damian Wilson, mm-hmm. but again, I'm not. I wish we'd go out and get another really good like run stuffing linebacker, yeah. but. <clears throat> We'll see. Agreed. And we'll see what happens. You know, the Panthers still have the third most cap space in the league. Um, there will be cuts, you know, after training camp. There will be veterans that are available. Um, I fully expect the Panthers will go after some of those guys. Why wouldn't they? Um, but, yeah, I mean, after Shaq, you know, we love Frankie. We have not seen Frankie as a full-time linebacker in this defense yet. So it'll be fun to see if he can, you know, if he can have the same production he had huh? as a part-timer last year. Man, sign that dude to a long-term deal immediately. Yeah, like, he was a spark know. plug. Yeah, he, he was a lot of fun to watch last year. So, um, it, another person. But there's not a lot of depth after that. Yeah, Brandon Smith. Lot. You know, I love him. I, I think he has all the potential in the world, but it's potential at this point. There's a reason why he was fourth-round pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you cannot expect fourth-round picks to come in and immediately be the starting linebacker on a on a defense that you hope is really good so uh, but hey if he earns it then more power to him we'll yeah. love to see it all right uh let's get into a few of our questions here uh who are you lo- most looking forward to see playing in camp jerry i will let you go first this is funny because i was just actually talking about i'm, I'm looking forward towards a linebacker <clears throat> i want to see brandon smith play because i guess maybe i picked him in our you know mock draft i really liked him Mm-hmm. And we got him, and now I'm like, I want to see him. I would, again, I'm maybe because I'm a Panther fan. I'm I always love having that strong linebacking core, and now we really don't have it. Shaq is yeah. good, but that's it. 
So I would love to see him kind of step up. And I'd like to see what I thought I was seeing on the tape and kind of show up in the preseason. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you know, between him and um, Amari Barno, you know, the, those uh, picks that they made kind of later in the draft that they had the elite trait that we talked about. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys. Um, I, I guess I would say probably Icky. Uh, I, I want to see how the, the, the line gels. Um, and I know we're not going to really get to see a lot of it in training camp. Um, but I just kind of want to watch him move. Um, I know he's like a premier run blocker already. I want to see him in pass protection. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and Cade Mays, I guess, just as the rookie lineman. I'm excited to watch those guys. Um, really, the line, I mean, as the line goes this year, I think the Panthers go. So if this line can be what we think it can be, then the Panthers, are, I think, are going to surprise a lot of people this year. So yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, go ahead. What's our next one? Uh, who is this year's breakout candidate in training camp? <clears throat> So do is this who I think is going to break out, or who is who could break out, or should who, break out? Who who you think is going to break out? Okay, who I think is going to break out? I mean, would it be weird to say Terrace Marshall since he sort of that's, broke out last camp? That's exactly who I was going to say. I think people yeah. are going to say he's back into form like he was in preseason. <clears throat> he's catching everything. You know, it looks like that the the trope of you know the game is slowing down around him. They'll say something like that, that, you know, he's, he's really putting it together this year. So that's who well, I was I'll give speak. that one. Yeah. I'll give that one to you. Um, because I've already, I'm already on the record that, saying, I think Higgins is going to be the guy. Uh, I hope it's Marshall. Um, I'm going to say Matt Corral. I think Matt Corral is going to come out and play really, really well in, in the, in training camp. He's going to have people questioning why we traded for Baker. Um, now again, we're talking about training camp. Okay, backup quarterbacks often look really good in training camp. Oh yeah, in preseason games, like we've seen it, we've seen it here. Um, so <clears throat> we don't need to get too too excited about it. But I think Matt, there's gonna be a lot of buzz around Matt Corral. I yeah. think he's gonna there's gonna be some swagger. Uh, he's gonna make some really nice passes. You know, beautiful deep ball. Uh, I think it, it's gonna be fun to watch. So he's gonna be my breakout candidate guy. Okay. I still think he ends up going into week one as QB3, but there's going to be some hope. Yeah. 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 There's a, can I give a bonus one here? Sure. JC Horn. You're going to okay. hear, yeah. you're going to hear, you know, that those first few games were not a aberration. They're going to be, mm-hmm. go forward. He looks dominant. He looks like he's going to shut down anybody around him and i hope he does yeah that would be great yeah Yeah. Uh, um i mean we saw it last year and he looked good in the games that he played in the regular season last year even so it would not surprise me i just hope i just hope he's healthy that's all if he he comes back healthy then i know he's going to be good um all right final question here who will be this year's surprise of the camp so and i kind of was basing this on frankie luvu last year right frankie luvu yeah. Came in from the Jets. No not not a lot of hype, but he immediately popped in training camp. We talked about him in training camp, right? Just how good he looked. And 
You know, he's the only guy that got any all-pro votes for the Panthers last year. He's the only <laughs> guy. So, obviously, that worked out pretty well. So, who is the guy that you think will end up being the surprise of camp? <clears throat> oh, man. I know you added this one, and I just haven't had a good thought of who it's going to mm-hmm. be. So, with that being said, I'm going to go with Mari Barno just because of his speed. And I think people okay. are just... Especially with it being in pads or shorts, people are going to be amazed at it. Now, will it translate to sacks in the preseason? We'll find out. But people are going to be shocked at how fast he is. Yeah. Um, I, I have nothing to base this on, okay? And I don't have any evidence to back it up. I'm just going to tell you a name. And uh, I think it's going to be Damian Wilson, linebacker. You think he's going to be on the sort team? Of I do, yep. Uh, I'm sort of basing it on, again, this is like from Frankie Luvu last year. He's been in the league for a little while, hasn't really, you know, been a star or anything. Uh, And I'm not saying that he's going to come in here and be a star, but I think he's going to come in and he's going to solidify that starting uh, middle linebacker position. And, you know, and we're going to be excited about him. Okay. Assuming that he makes the team. Yeah. Well, I say because that he because he does have some, there are some legal issues with him. Yeah, that's the only issue I have with him is his legal yeah. issues. I wouldn't, <clears throat> eh, but. But he's still on the roster. I'm assuming he's going to be in camp. So, you know, the, the NFL, I mean, they're talking about Deshaun Watson like getting eight games. So. I, I just, that will blow my mind. And I can see a lot of pushback from other people, but. Well, not going to be a lot of Browns fans pushing back. No. They signed Josh Rosen today. <laughs> they signed Josh Rosen oh, today. Oh, man. Cam Newton's still out there, but Josh Rosen has another job. I can't believe Who's it better? Was... Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Josh Rosen or Cam as like your backup quarterback? At least Cam offers, you know. Like Cam has elite traits still. Right? I mean, he's yeah. not as fast as he was, but he's damn strong. He's a leader, too. And not only yeah. that, he's he's actually close to Deshaun <laughs> Watson, too. So I... Yeah. I, I, that seemed I, like a, a good fit for him, but, you know. Yeah. He could have come in and, and started eight games for them and probably been pretty good. Well, Jacoby Brissett is going to be their starter. Yeah, but I think Cam could have beat out Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is not a good quarterback. Uh, it would be interesting because Cam doesn't really have a deep arm anymore. He doesn't. But I think that says more about Jacoby Brissett than it does Cam. Because <laughs> I don't think he's good. Josh Rosen might end up starting two or three games for them before Deshaun Watson gets back. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it, Jerry. Oh, yep. by the way, Jerry and I will be at training camp on August 2nd. 2nd. That's a 10.30 a.m. practice. So if you see us out there, say hello. Um, yeah. As as long as we don't have COVID still. Jesus, I hope we don't. <laughs> I, I don't think so, but yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> and again, check out our sponsor, cbdx.com. Mm-hmm. Code word, meow. Get twenty yeah. percent off the Delta Eight gummies. That's where it's at. Just saying. I mean, they Make offer the sound as you type it in. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow. Uh, the gummies where it's at. Vapes they sell. My wife likes a vape. They sell flour. 
Flour, yeah. Yeah, they sell flour. Um, yeah. Overall, check them out. Check them out. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meowmix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Hey, please like and subscribe on YouTube. We're almost to 900 subscribers. We're trying to get to 1,000 before yeah, the we, we, start of the season. So please go to YouTube yeah, I don't know and that subscribe. That's, yeah, I don't know if it's realistic for us to get all the way to 1,000, but uh, we're, we'll be happy to get over 900, and maybe by the end of the season, we'll be at 1,000. So if they definitely win, check us out there. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um all right, so until uh, next time, and I guess we'll, we'll have a show next week, um, maybe towards the end of the week after a couple of tr- practices. We'll yeah. kind of check in and see how everything's going. Um, so until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>